the art of masculinity for me is how do I adapt my shoreline to the capacity that the feminine energy I love is asking for? How do I do that? Well, the only way I can change the geography of my shoreline is by doing a rite of passage that will actually change my shoreline forever. That's a wisdom clip from the Art of Masculinity podcast. And this is episode 407 of Wellness Force Radio. Wellness Force Radio, where we discover the physical and emotional intelligence to live life well. How can we bring awareness and reverence to all the little mundane elements of our life? and begin from that platform of sacred relationship to the self to begin to orient towards others in that same way. If you felt bad with the last millionth of a second, well, let go of the things that were making you feel bad that millionth of a second and be new right this millionth of a second. If you really want to take guidance from your soul, you have to be ready to realize that many of the things that you're asking for guidance on, your ego has some kind of an addiction to or an investment in. What goes through your mind when you hear the word CBD? Is it confusion? Is it clarity? Well, our partner Cured Nutrition has full clarity on 100% organically farmed cannabidiol. Say that like five times fast, cannabidiol, cannabidiol. It's way more than just CBD. It can be quite confusing out there in the world with cannabidiol and CBD. I simplified it. I did the research for the past two years. I found Cured Nutrition. I interviewed Joe on the podcast. It's episode 300. This is all the parts of the plant. They use the entire plant. You get the rich terpenes, the healing compounds that allow you to sleep well and move well. And multiple scientific research studies are showing promise around cannabidiol for pain management better digestion, and essentially amazing sleep by turning off your mind so you can rest. This full spectrum, 100% organically farmed hemp is grown in the sunshine rays of Colorado. I don't know if you've been to Colorado, but it's the perfect place to harvest powerful nutrients and plant medicine. That's really what this is. Medicine for your body and soul. I like to take the full dropper of the extra strength from Cured and put it under my tongue. I hold it for about a minute. And I feel, me personally, this gives my digestion and my stomach this warm, calming, almost buzzing feeling. Give Cured a test drive. They support the show. They also support you with 15% off. Just use the code wellnessforce at wellnessforce.com forward slash cured. And you get 15% off your organically farmed full spectrum hemp. The best on the market. I've tried almost all of them. This is the top of the food chain. Go to wellnessforce.com forward slash cured and use your code wellnessforce to get 15% off so you can sleep well, love yourself, and love your purchase. Welcome to episode 407 of the Wellness Force podcast. I'm your host and your guide. It's Josh Trent. Do you know me? Do you know us? Do you know what Wellness Force is all about? If you've been here with us since the beginning, this has always been the place where you can explore and discover the physical and emotional intelligence so you can live your life well. And if you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. If you want to get one-on-one group support or you want to get direct coaching from me in physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, and financial, head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. That's wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. Download your free M21 wellness guide. We built this guide to help you get out of your own way. Really, get out of your own way in 21 minutes a day. We've had tens of thousands of people just like you use the guide and help them. It works, it's free, and it'll help you reboot and reset your wellness, weight, and energy. Wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. 
2021. Now, speaking of energy, today on the show, we're going to talk about the energy that men need to practice the art of masculinity. And for the women out there, or however you relate in relationships, whether it's heterosexual, homosexual, the masculine and feminine energies exist in all of us, and they all deserve unique and equal respect, don't they? Our differences and our similarities. Now, have you ever been triggered or curious or maybe just fascinated by the ever-changing media landscape, cultural narrative of what it means to be a good man, what it means to be a good woman, the masculine, the feminine, how to navigate this world? It seems like every single morning, like we wake up and there's a new headline or a movement to divide us. So it's total bullshit. I'm going to call this out right now. The narrative in the media, majority of the narrative of the media is to create clicks and traffic and ad revenue and the phrases that are out there to divide men and women. This is key. I believe the mainstream media has phrases like hashtag me too and toxic masculinity and even the way that men kind of ogle women's bodies in public. The world is in desperate need right now of a term that I created and what I deem to be authoritative playfulness. We need to have more fun. We need to have more fun from a calm, grounded, confident place. And in this episode, I am interviewed by Johnny Alsacier, the host of the Art of Masculinity podcast. It's rare for me to post a show that I was interviewed on, but this conversation had so much wisdom, so much knowledge came through. It was recorded right after I got home from the Vision Quest in Sandpoint, Idaho. By the way, make sure you listen to the two solo casts that I recorded. I really believe they'll help you wherever you are. Find Your Purpose. One of them is called Honoring Our Ancestors, and the other solo cast is called Touching Death. But let's get into the show today because this conversation, you're going to be able to extract the gems of the intelligence you need to change your shoreline. What do I mean by this? All the men out there listening, if you can change your emotional shoreline to adapt to the water of feminine energy, well, then guess what? You will embody the capacity to be a fully integrated man. What I mean by this is when you change your shoreline, we'll talk about this in depth on the show, by having brotherhood, by going through rites of passage, by using the skill set of authoritative playfulness, by having a clear understanding and a line of attack when it comes to integrating the three phases of intelligence, gathering, applying, embodiment. This is how you as a man can build greater emotional intelligence. And this is what I personally have gone through in almost 20 years since I started my wellness journey when I was 280 pounds and I moved to Hawaii and I sold everything I owned and I got a real soul lesson out there. And that started me on this journey to create this podcast that was 2003, 2004. But by the end of this podcast today here in 2021, you are going to understand exactly who Johnny Alsacier is, what it means to dance in this world. <laughs> we need to dance. We need authoritative playfulness. We need greater emotional intelligence. I believe this conversation will leave you with practical things that you can begin to work on right now. So if you yourself are a man or maybe you're a woman who is supporting your man, share this podcast. Share this podcast with somebody that is building themselves from the inside out. Your act of generosity will change someone's life. I know this because every single week I tell you and every single week somebody writes in to thank us and to thank the person that shared the episode. So do this, share the podcast, leave us a review at wellnessforce.com forward slash review. Let's tune in with Johnny and I to explore changing your shoreline, your capacity to hold it all, to do it all, to have it all, to live an amazing life. 
the authoritative playfulness that's needed and rites of passage that we as human beings must go through in order to earn this beautiful life that God gifted us. Let's tune in with Johnny. Welcome back to the Art of Masculinity, guys. I have probably one of my favorite people on this planet. You know, I love his podcast. Uh, We've had the opportunity to jam out on here before, but I had the honor of actually hanging out with Josh in Austin for a little bit, went on a beautiful hike. And just amazing to have you on, brother. Love having you on again and just love the insight that you bring anywhere you go. Thank you, man. Thank Thank you for having me on the art of masculinity. And I love that title because man, is it an art form? I mean, it's constantly changing what it means to be a man, how men operate, how we can relate as men, how we relate to each other as men, how we relate to our women, how we relate, however we relate in a relationship, right? Woman, woman, man, man, like the art of masculinity is a constantly moving target. So I'm excited to share. I'm excited to share what I've been through in the past year, I think maybe two years since I came on your show last. (laughs) Yeah, brother. Um, I'm actually loving this because how you just started that off, that evolution is beautiful because you're going through that right now. I actually just want to dive a little bit. Have you even come to terms yet with being a father, man? I've come to terms. Yes. And it's great that you said that because there really is a term, right? And we're used to like terms and conditions. Terms and conditions is like a legalese standpoint. It's like uh, legal, legal words terms coming to term with being a father is knowing that my time on planet earth is a term my ability to hold an hour with you on a podcast is a term we're we're always signing up for terms whether we want to admit that or not and me being a father i signed up for the term when i chose to plant a seed inside of my woman that was me choosing to sign up for a term. And a lot of men abuse that power, Johnny. A lot of men just, you know, that basically they, they put their cock mm. wherever they want. And that was my story earlier in life before I got my ass kicked and I grew some spiritual and emotional maturity. And so, yes, dude, long answer to your short question. I'm absolutely mm. ready. Um, is there a part of me, like multiple layers of my onion that have had to be peeled? For sure. And you know what happens when you peel an onion, you cry. So I've, I've had to cry. I've had to cry and mourn the, the mm. loss of the old self, the, you know, the single, free, like no child man. But now I'm like, I'm excited about it. I'm excited for these new terms. Mm, that's awesome, brother. And it's just beautiful because I can't wait to watch you grow into this next season of your life, this next man in this next season. It's going to be amazing. You and I had some great conversations about it and it's just beautiful even to hear you speak about kind of this past life and having that, you know, peeling that onion back, crying. And the fact that you've gone through yeah. ego death too, just quite a few times, right? Quite a few times. I just got back from a 10-day Native American vision quest um, with Tim Kokorin and Mark mm. Tolison. And I was actually introduced uh, to Tim by uh, a man named Aubrey Marcus here in, in Austin. And... I was like, you know, he's the founder of Onnit. I'm sure you're familiar with the brand. And I'm sure maybe even people across the world yeah. are, are familiar with that because they, they've, really, they've really put a ripple in the normal fabric of what it means to be a man with that brand and what it means to be a woman and just like questioning the normal status quo. Anyways, when I got mm-hmm. introduced to Tim, it was an immediate soul calling, Johnny. Like it was like right away... I am going to do this. I didn't really know why my soul was calling me there, 
But holy shit, when I got there and when I really started to understand what a true vision quest is, it's a rite of passage. It's a, it's a piece that many men miss and they miss it because mm-hmm. their fathers, their fathers never received this rite of passage either. And so what we have, Johnny, is there's uh, millions and millions of men walking around in this earth that have never been through rite of passage and that really have never grown up. It's a bunch of, as, as Gillette and Moore talk about in King, War, Magician, Lover, it's a bunch of high chair tyrants or weakling king archetypes that really haven't fully embodied their masculinity. They really haven't gone to the dance of the art of masculinity because they were never shown the way. And so it's not to shame these men. Um, they were never shown the way. Mm. And so this Native American vision quest was actually built for young men that are 13, 14, 15 in their adolescence to have them touch death. And when you touch death, you, you bring back the gifts of gratitude for life. And that's, that's the gift that I just received about two weeks ago. I just got home. So it's pretty wild, man. That's beautiful too. And I've talked about that on the show. I think that's something that's big that men are missing in society today. So I actually want to dive a little bit into that with you since you just came out of it. For all these guys out here like, oh, I've done my rite of passage. I grew up hard, right? Like, right. let's kind of dive into a little bit of what you mean by a rite of passage. A true rite of passage is where you go from one way of being to another. And a way of being always shifts like tides, right? Tide comes in, tide goes out. But there's always a shoreline. And when you go through a true rite of passage, you are literally changing your shoreline. You are not just changing the tide. You know, I'll, I'll go do ayahuasca. I'll go to a ceremony. I'll go to, I'll go to MITT. I'll go to ALA. I'll go to any of these programs. And these are all phenomenal programs, right? It's nothing, nothing to knock these programs. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people will go and do a program or a training or they'll read a book or they'll start journaling. But it's not a true rite of passage. A rite of passage is built so that a man and even now so that women, women's rite of passage is powerful too. So that actually changes the geography of who you are. It changes the shoreline of your being. Mm. And when you change the shoreline of your being, the tide never comes in and out the same ever again. And the reason for that is because if you want to hold more spaciousness in your life, then you have to expand your shoreline, right? Water is feminine. And so water always wants to test boundaries, <laughs> just like the feminine does. You know, the feminine always mm-hmm. wants to test boundaries. And so as, as the masculine energy and, and, and however you relate in relationships, but like I consider myself to be a masculine man. So, so the art of masculinity for me is how do I adapt my shoreline to the capacity that the feminine energy I love is asking for? How do I do that? Well, Mm. the only way I can change the geography of my shoreline is by doing a rite of passage that will actually change my shoreline forever. And rite of passages have been um, commonplace in all different cultures across the world. Some of these can be pretty brutal, honestly, and I don't agree with all of them. Mm -hmm. But what I love about the Native American tradition is there is a ego stripping process. There's a sweat lodge and a purification. There's four days in nature. And in nature, all you get, Johnny, is four gallons Mm -hmm. of water, your sleeping bag, cold weather clothes, and a tarp. That's it. You don't get any food, any fire, any flashlight, nothing. I mean, you're just out there in the wild 
30 minutes from camp and then camp is another 45 minutes from town. So if something happened to you, like you are in control of your own destiny and there is nothing and no one that is going to come save Mm. you. And there is something fucking liberating about that to know that your life is in your own hands and no one is coming to save you. That is the kind of rite of passage that many men need to accept and many men need to go through. Mm, That's beautiful. He said, because I think in today's society, we have two rites of passage in the United States and the closest things to rites of passage, and that's gangs and the military. And neither of them are very good for our psyche or for building us into being actual good men in this world. That's there's right. a lot of breaking down in that that's very negative, And there's a lot of just ripping apart, but it's not building back up in a way that we serve ourselves in our ecosystem, right? Yep. 100%. Because those, those are a shallow cry to a true rite of passage and to true Mm -hmm. brotherhood. Um, True brotherhood is something that is built on peace because peace, and this is something that hit me in the heart when I was out there in the wilderness. It's, it's great timing for us to do this. You know, two weeks ago, I was literally in the forest touching the edges of life, holding death with two hands, having conversations with great spirit, connecting with mother earth in a way that I had never done in my whole life since I was like 13 years old. And just really going back to honoring Uh the mystery, these groups, these gangs, this violence, it's not honoring the mystery. It's not creating brotherhood from a place of peace. Mm -hmm. It's creating brotherhood from a place of war. And you cannot have true power Mm -hmm. from a place of violence and war. You can only have true power from a place of peace because peace and the power that it yields can be trusted. We all know what it's like when we have a dogmatic boss or a dogmatic partner or just a dogmatic person that's barking at us and that's violent. Yeah, we might be forced to do what they say, but we don't respect them. We actually start to grow resentment for them. And in these groups of of, uh, gangs and these groups that are the shallow cry, of masculinity and of true brotherhood, true rite of passage. There is an infection in these gangs and in these violent groups of men. And the infection is resentment. And when you have resentment in brotherhood, Mm. it unravels the brotherhood because you cannot lead from any other spaciousness than peace. Because again, in that dichotomy, peace and the power that comes from peace can be trusted, but force that comes from dogmatic views and power by authoritarianship breeds resentment. And that is really the infection that, that honestly the patriarchy, the old school patriarchy has operated from for millennia. And that's, what's being shifted now. Yeah. So so there's something here I want to kind of expose and I'd love to hear your perspective on is when we talk about that okay guys are sitting here we're hearing about peace and love you know this is the balance between masculine and feminine today that we the evolution of man if you will right um but then they're like well what about this vigilance though if if i'm just in peace and love am i exposed am i vulnerable that's not really a man what do we say to these guys that's an awesome question because exactly what you're talking about is the fluidity of the, the polarity of masculine and feminine. And, and that's the key. Notice how I said fluidity? It is impossible and it is honestly foolish to think that evil doesn't exist. <laughs> okay? It's just, it's foolish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because in the world, there is high-low pressure. There is fear and love. There is chaos. There is order. There is dark and night. There is always opposing forces because in the singularity of us, 
of God because all is God. There is a dichotomy. Mm -hmm. There is duality within singularity. So it is extremely foolish for us as men to think that we just need to sit around a circle and and cross our arms and, and wear a big purple gem and sing Kumbaya. You know, that's not real. But what is what is real is to have, um, I guess, really the term that's, that's come to me now is to have um, authoritative playfulness. Authoritative playfulness is what mm. men need to cultivate, because if we can be authoritative and playful, that can be trusted. Authoritative means you take care mm. of your body. You take care of your mental health. Maybe you learn how to how to use firearms properly. Maybe you learn how to protect yourself and your family. Maybe you learn how to grow food. Maybe you learn all kinds of skills that can protect from a place of peace and love against evil. Because evil is real, just like love is real. And so evil is real because we are at the consciousness level where we are still carrying out the wishes of evil. And the wishes of evil come from greed, resentment, betrayal. They're all ego wounding. It's all these deep, bloody ego wounds that we are still uncovering from thousands of years of people being mistreated and people, honestly, Johnny, trying to be led from dogmatism and trying to be led from these wounded groups and the patriarchy. So what you're creating with your show, which is so awesome and just who you are as a human being and also who I am is we are creating a new shoreline of a tide that can hold more spaciousness for this feminine energy, but we do it knowing that we get to be authoritative and we get to be playful. We can't just be playful and loving because mm-hmm. then when evil comes, we'll get mowed over. But we also can't just be a jerk and be authoritative all yeah. the time because then we're never going to have any fun. We're not going to be loving. So there has to be both. We have to work on both. And that is the art form. That is the art form of being authoritatively playful. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really what us men have to embody like today, right now. And, and of course, it can't happen that fast. Because there's a natural learning curve, right? So we're all learning and doing the best that we can. Yeah, brother. That's, that is, I love the way that you pictured that for us because I can vividly see what you're talking about. And that authoritative doesn't allow the people in our ecosystem to feel safe. That's, that's not like, it's not acceptable for men to be that way because, you know, to feel if you want to be, you know, quote unquote, the warrior, the warrior, the protector, but nobody feels safe with you because they're scared you're going to pop off on them. Huh. That's not being a good masculine figure in this yep. world. Right. Agreed. Because think about this. It, if you, you yourself have been in the military and so you understand what it's like to receive orders. Did you ever receive an order that you didn't want to carry out? Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. maybe all the time, but there was something in you that you knew because you were in that structure, right? And you were in the hierarchy, you had to carry it out. Otherwise you would lose your position. And so that is what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about where there's, there's the authoritativeness, but there's not enough playfulness. There's not enough lovingness that's coming through in situations like that. And so that's the challenge that we are all facing. It's like, we're trying to, society is round. The earth is round and we have square thinking. The earth is round. Mm. And so we're trying to apply a linear logical box type thinking, authoritativeness without playfulness to a round existence. Spaciousness is, is outward in 360 degrees. So we cannot use box thinking, linear mm. logical line thinking 
to um, live here in this world. And of course, that example, that metaphor that I gave you, it ripples out into almost every single question I think you explore on your show. Because we, we are in a round 360 mm. existence. We are not in a square, logical, authoritative, dogmatic existence. Uh, that's so good because I think we can all picture this in masculinity today with the fact that we feel almost like we're in a box. And this kind of leads me to my next question with you is, well, why do men or why does it seem like, I don't want to generalize too much, but why does it seem like most men fear this new evolution of masculinity? Because anytime in life that your way of being is challenged, your ego is going to fight sometimes to the death against change. One of the greatest resources I can give to you in, in the art of masculinity is a book by Dr. Vernon Wolf, and it's called Holodynamics. And in Dr. Vernon's book, he talks about holodynes. And holodynes are, and I'm going to give a few examples, holodynes are microtubules within our cells. This is a massive PhD with that served in Russia in wartime. Uh, his credentials are vast. But he's, he's interesting because mm. he doesn't have a massive mm -hmm. website presence. He doesn't have all the trappings of a, quote, influencer. But this is a man that's really the guy behind the guy. Right. You know, that movie swingers, the guy behind the guy. <laughs> that's what that's what Vernon Wolf is. He's the <laughs> yeah. guy behind the guy. He's the guy that's making things happen. So he talks about holodynes. And in his clinical research, he found that beliefs actually live in our body. And those beliefs are passed on to us by our fathers and mothers. And guess what? Their beliefs are passed on to them by their grant, by our grandparents, by their father and their mother. So why am I saying this? Your question was, why is it so hard when we're presented as men with a new way of being? It's so hard because we are fighting biology. Stephen Pressfield calls it the resistance. So what is resistance's number one job? What is a holodyne's number one job? What is a core belief that got installed almost like a microchip in a computer? What is its core job? Its core job is to function without change. In the same way that when I touch a keyboard and mm. I type in the word Johnny on a keyboard, I know that when I hit the J, it's going to show up as a J on the screen. Mm. Well, our beliefs function, dude, exactly mm -hmm. the same way. When I am presented with new information mm. that goes against the construct of the programs that were installed in my mind that activate the holodynes and the beliefs and the way of being, there is going to be a system error, right? There's going to be a 404 in my soul. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's going to flash up. And it's going to say, yeah. error, this is not our way of being. What are you doing? Like, this is not real. So that is when your soul yeah. has to come in and override the programming. So your soul has to come in and see things from mm. an observer perspective and look down and go, okay, I understand that this is a new way of being. I'm going to pause for a moment. I'm going to learn about the art of masculinity. I'm going to learn what it means to truly be a man right now. The reason that all of our computers get updated every day, the reason that Zoom gets updated almost every day is because the world is always changing. Technology is always changing. Humanity is always changing. Human evolution is always changing. We must meet the demands of the modern world in the current moment, dude. Because if we do not... Our programs mm -hmm. will actually pull us away from evolution. And, and guess what word is in evolution? There's love there. The word love is found in evolution. Mm. The love is always calling us forward. 
if we are willing to change the programs and update our programs and really let go of the holodynes and the, and the belief systems that are holding us back. Now, this is not an intellectual thing. I know I'm using words and we're speaking to people's minds mm-hmm. through their ears connected to their hearts. But what I'm talking about is a spiritual and emotional shift that can only be done through rites of passage, through direct spiritual work, through emotional intelligence work. This is not heady. This is heart. So that's that's what men mm-hmm. need to do right now. And that's, that's what's going to make uh, the old ways of being die so that the new ways of being can live. Mm. Oh, so, so good, man. The, this is where I think, how do we break down the, the, the obstinance that men have to say, well, I'm fine the way I am or, or to accept like, okay, I do need to get in touch with love and spirit. Mm. That's a deep question. <laughs> um, it really, I know. It really, it really comes. <laughs> it's good, man. It really comes to a decision point. So Malcolm Gladwell, in his work, he has a book, and and he talks about the tipping point. And the tipping point comes when all of us have experienced a way of being that is creating pain. We change through pleasure and pain. It's an axis, and the reason that dark comes really strong right before light is because every day we're in a tipping point. We're in a tipping point fucking every single day. Every single day, you and I can choose to show up based on on our awareness, right? Um, I believe in the military community, there's, a, there's like a map for situational awareness, right? Um, uh, Mark Divine mm-hmm. calls it the OODA loop, the loop of awareness. And so every day we as men, we're, we're constantly scanning our environment and being aware of what's going on. How do we show up in our environment as a true leader, as an authoritatively playful man? Well, the only way we do that is by first being aware. So number one, dude, and I know you've talked about this and I'm still going to say it again because sometimes it takes to hear the truth 55 times and on the 56th time something sings in. Number one is, and, and let's just take a breath here. <sighs> First, you have to choose that you want to be aware. That is the first step. Mm -hmm. Choose that you want to be aware of what's actually going on in reality. Not the reality that's subjective, but the objective reality from you looking 30,000 feet. What's really happening? Then after that, what is your decision-making faculty about how you're going to adapt and serve in that awareness, in that observation. So how are you going to adapt? How are you going to serve from a place of love, being an authoritatively playful man? How are you going to do that? That's the work. Mm. So those three things is how you do it. Now, obviously, there's many, many tools that need to be unpacked. Once you've made the decision, you have the situational awareness, and you're there. One of my favorite tools is breath work. I love breath work because it cuts away mm-hmm. all the chatter. The monkey mind is really the default mode network. The default mode network is programmed from trauma. Ages zero through seven is where we all take it on. Many people that are in wartime, they also experience PTSD from from mortar shells going off and just from, you know, uh, doing the ultimate sacrifice, which is going to war. I mean, I can't even imagine so much reverence and respect for people that do that. Yet when we're in life, life sometimes can be asking for peace and asking for playfulness, 
But to the degree we're programmed and we're not aware of our awareness, right? We're not observing what's going on. We can actually come into a situation and be like ready for war from a nervous system perspective. Mm. And so our work is multi-pronged and multifaceted because once you make a choice from 30,000 feet to, to observe, then you actually see in your OODA loop, like what, what, what's happening here? How can I adapt and be loving in this situation? What tools do I need to adapt? Then you actually have to go execute, right? You have to, you have to, what I call, you have to gather, Mm -hmm. you have to apply, and then you have to embody. And these are the three phases of intelligence that, that we talk about with wellness for us is like, I I need to gather because as a man, I have to gather, I have to hunt, I have to apply, I have to do the breath work. I have Mm -hmm. to have the hard conversations. I have to practice my breath work. And then as a man in that final phase, I have to embody because a man that embodies virtues and a man that that truly from his heart is speaking something that he believes and he's being what he's speaking, well, then he's embodied. And then that kind of peace can be trusted. And when you're trusted with your peace because you're being honest with yourself at your current level of development, then really no one and no thing can get in your way. And that's how you can really be an embodied man here in the world. I unpacked an incredibly challenging uh, concept, but... That's really, it is simple, but just because it's simple, like does not mean it's easy, right? No way. No, absolutely not. But I I think this is a great start to getting guys that are kind of fighting or not really looking at evolution as a priority in the sense of how do I just even start on this path to say, hey, I'm accepting to be aware, to look at that 30,000 foot view and say, let me actually understand what's going on with me and what's actually the big picture here before I jump into reacting, before I jump into c- kind of taking on the old programming and saying this is continually the way. Yes. the You said it yourself. It's, it's awesome because many times our answer is inside of the question. And the question was um, about the old programming. So if, mm-hmm. if it is quite simple... And to observe is really just to be a witness. So when I'm observing something, I'm observing it without judgment, right? I'm just witnessing Mm -hmm. what's going on. So when I'm observing um, a situation where let's, let's say, let's give an example here. So my woman is crying. She's upset about something. What can I do without judgment to just observe her so that I can have greater situational awareness? The first thing is to do this. Put your hand on your belly. And if you're really upset, put your hand on your heart and breathe through your belly like a bellow, like breathe horizontally instead of vertically. And I learned this from Dr. Belisa Vranich, who's worked with many special forces and and many people in the military. Uh, Breathe horizontally when you're in situations of stress, when you're experiencing old programming, breathe horizontally, don't breathe vertically. So if I return to the side here and people are watching this on YouTube, my belly is actually going to go out when I breathe in through my nose. So it would, it would look like this. <sighs> so you can see my hand goes in and out, not up and down. And that is the greatest gift we can give to ourselves and to our partner in those moments where we're like, oh shit, an old program's coming through. <laughs> the authoritativeness is here, but there's no playfulness. You know, like that, that's how we can really shift is by doing six of those. And in our breathe program, so I have a program called Breathe, Breath, and Wellness. And in that program, you you can find it at breathwork.io. And in that program, we have a Mm. specific module where we talk about relationship conflict and breathing for relationship conflict. 
And so the best thing you can do is you ask your partner because when you ask your partner, you're actually turning off the old programs. The biggest gift and and what was awesome in your question that I can touch on quickly here is the biggest gift that we can give to ourselves and our partner and just to our, our space, you know, as a man is can mm-hmm. we ask permission to our space, to our woman, to our team? Can we ask permission as a leader for us to learn? Can we ask permission mm. for, as a leader so that we can learn and be a better leader? And so the best way to do that is just to go, huh, six deep breaths, inhale nose, exhale mouth in a circle, state what you're observing. Hey baby, I noticed that you're crying. Can you share with me how I can support you? Can you share with me what's Mm -hmm. wrong? Or if you're in a, a team environment and you're in a team environment and you notice your team is out of whack, take a deep breath and you ask your team, Hey guys, I'm noticing that the energy's off in the team. Would anyone have the courage to share with me any stress you might be experiencing or any issues you might be experiencing? Or when you're at work, same thing. You see what I mean? We're, we're asking for permission yeah. after we take our breath to reset our nervous system. And then our team is going to respect us or our woman's going to respect us because we took the time to get out of our fucking head, to, to turn off our, mm. our bullshit programs so that we can be in our body because we have to be embodied in order to truly lead. Then we can learn. <laughs> the, yeah. we're, we're meant to learn as a leader. Le- leaders aren't <laughs> yeah. like on the top of the mountain that they have it all figured out. A true leader is vulnerable enough to ask when they can learn. And that's what this is all about. That's how we get rid of the old programs. Mm. Yeah. And so how much of this is tied into, in your perspective to us being better at emotional intelligence as men as well. I think that's a struggle with many, many men in society today. Ayurvedic medicine, as well as all the ancient and contemporary masters in health and wellness have taught us for centuries about the powerful benefits of apple cider vinegar. But what do we do when we want to take the ACV, but we don't want to expose our teeth to acids? Most people don't know this, but apple cider vinegar is an acid and prolonged exposure to acids can damage your teeth. So how do we get in the brain-boosting, blood sugar stabilization, stamina, focused energy, and healing powers of this ACV without ruining the enamel on our teeth? This is where it gets easy with our partner, Paleo Valley, creators of the apple cider vinegar complex taken easily in tablet form without busting your tooth enamel. Paleo Valley created the ACV complex to meet getting organic apple cider vinegar into your body easy, fast, and without having to tolerate the taste. You know, that kind of like, (laughs) have you ever done a shot of apple cider vinegar? I know a lot of people that literally just can't handle the taste. So this is all your organic turmeric ginger, Ceylon cinnamon, and lemon on top of the organic apple cider vinegar combined with these superfoods. It's nature's way of saying you're welcome. ACV can stabilize blood sugar, promote weight loss, and improve protein absorption and digestion, as well as the big one, stopping heartburn symptoms. Heartburn symptoms are typically caused by too little stomach acid, not really too much. This apple cider vinegar complex makes getting this organic ACV into your body fast and easy and without having to choke on the taste of normal ACV. You can do this. Head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash paleo valley. Use the code Josh and get 15% off your apple cider vinegar complex. That's wellnessforce.com forward slash paleo valley. Use the code Josh to get 15% off your ACV complex. 
So how much of this is tied into, in your perspective, to us being better at emotional intelligence as men as well? I think that's a struggle with many, many men in society today. Well, like I mentioned, man, and, and it's and it's an awesome way. It's it's really a beautiful question on top of your last question. So I, I love I mm-hmm. love where we're going in this because true intelligence has an arc, right? Most people think intelligence is like, hey, how smart is this guy? Wow, that person's really intelligent. You know, they they can articulate mm-hmm. and they have the PhD on the wall and they have all the things. But dude, true intelligence has honestly not much to do with how smart you are at all. <laughs> like, like it really doesn't matter. <laughs> True intelligence is our capacity, dude, our capacity, our ability to gather info, right? Read all the books and then apply, do the journaling, do the breath work, have the conversations, apply, and then have yeah. the courage to embody And the only way we can embody on this arc of intelligence, which is essentially what I'm describing, you know, how do you asked, how do we get more Mm -hmm. emotional intelligence? Well, in order for us to, to embody greater emotional intelligence, we have to live the arc of intelligence, gather, apply, embody. And as we embody, whatever's being installed creates spaciousness and kicks out the old programs that are blocking us from embodying true emotional intelligence. I know I'm taking a really complex thing and making it simple, but that actually is one of the facets of being intelligent is being able to take radically complex things and use honest, real conversational language in order to describe them. I don't need to tell you about the afferent and efferent nerve endings in the brain when we experience trauma and what's going on in your vagus nerve and all this stuff. That's fine. If you want to know that that's fine. There's nothing wrong with science. I think science is great, but people need real language that a 10 year old can understand. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's what the world needs. And that's how we get greater emotional intelligence is being committed to taking super complex things, dropping into our heart, getting out of this monkey mind default mode network brain activity and really being able to speak with, with honest language. That's how we embody greater emotional intelligence. Mm, yeah, no. And that's, I think one of your biggest strengths, which that's why I love your show personally. And I listen to it regularly is the fact that you do take complex situations and break them down for us because at the end of the day, especially for, for us men, we want to just we want to get the information and we don't want to have to go research more information on top of information. <laughs> it's calories, us, right? <laughs> it's, it's calorie. Well, our brain is a super calorie hungry engine, right? I think, yeah. quote me if I'm wrong, someone, but I think our brain is like 50 to 70% of our calories. It's, it's a massive hungry mm. organ that we, that we expend all day long. And so yeah. anytime in marketing or in messaging or in conversations, if people can stop with the blah, 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 long winded stuff and just and just get to the heart of the matter. The reason why people are relieved is because we're saving them mental calories. We're saving mm. people mental calories because they don't have to process and think. And that's why we have an, a guide. Right. And it's called the M21 guide. It took me three months to build research and test and trial. And that guide is free. People download the guide, not just because it's free but because it would take them three months to gather that information. (laughs) So I gathered Mm -hmm, it for you. So you can apply, (laughs) you can get right to the application and, and then move on to the embodiment. 
And so that's mm-hmm. it. That's at wellnessforce.com forward slash M 21. It's, it's six practices that I pulled from like almost 400 shows now. And it's just the six things that I wow. think are the most potent for you to do every day. So you can start embodying greater emotional intelligence, embodying more, more physical intelligence. So yeah, we got to save them calories, man. We got to save people mental calories. <laughs> That's I'm going to market this episode. We're going to save you mental calories. Take a listen. Hell yeah. I mean, it's real. It's real. Yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. No. That's awesome. But I, I, anybody that's listening right now, go download that M21. I'm going to go do it because obviously like through everything that you've learned and you're putting that into something that's synthesized for us to apply and embody, like that's insane, man. So appreciate you actually putting that out there. We'll put all this stuff in the show notes as well for everybody. But as we're kind of continuing down this path, yeah. I know a lot of people today are, are hearing, and you're, you're probably one of the best people to talk about this, but a lot of people are hearing about the importance of breath work, but I don't know that everybody really understands that um, and mm. really what this means and why it's so important. So if you could kind of break that down for us, because I know this sure. is something that's been part of your practice that you're integrating very, very vigorously right now. What is it that we can look forward to for breath work and how does this change even our chemistry to think differently? Did we do breath work at my house or no? I, I forgot when you're, when you came we were over, going to, we were, we were going, going to, and, I and think then we, we didn't get in the sauna. Time, okay. yeah. The next time you come yeah. over, we have to do the seven minute practice because it's mm. so potent. It's so powerful. It's, it's, I can just describe it to everyone here. It's, it's 21 warrior breaths or priming breaths, two rounds of box mm. breath, and then an exhale hold. And, and that's the most powerful way to do it. So, so breath work in a nutshell is this, it is your conscious control of, of your respiration and your conscious control of your respiration is that it's, it's you being aware of how you're breathing. That is breath mm. work, right? Breath is the only automatic, otherwise known as autonomic process that we have in our body. You can't, di- you can't digest your own food. Your body does that for you. You don't think about blinking your eyes or about excreting salivation from your mouth. It, your body does that for you. You don't beat your own heart. Your body does that mm-hmm. for you. These are all automatic, autonomic things that occur in our nervous system and in our physiology that, yeah, if you're a Shaolin monk, you could probably control because you have a super high level <laughs> of awareness, right? Remember that 30,000 foot view? Yeah. They're like 60,000 feet, 90,000 feet, the mm. Shaolin monks. So they're just witnessing everything. They're just like, bah, they're, they're like outside the matrix. But <laughs> we're here in the matrix. And so in the matrix, um, the only way that we cannot become a slave to the matrix is by using our breath. And it's the only mm-hmm. autonomic automatic lever e-brake that we can pull. So right now, if I'm talking to you or if I'm talking to a partner and I can remember to <sighs> and I can really pull in through my nose, conscious respiration means pulling in through your nose, which is your sympathetic activation. Exhaling through the mouth is your parasympathetic activation. What that means is sympathetic mm. is fight, flight, or flee. Or I'm sorry, fight, mm-hmm. fl- fight, flight, or freeze, right? So yeah. get frozen, fight, or run, right? A lot of people use that phrase deer in the headlights. Well, that's, that's freeze. That's sympathetic yeah. nervous system. On the other half, through our breath, when I exhale, it's uh, sim- uh, parasympathetic. 
parasympathetic is your ability to rest and digest and to be calm mm-hmm. and to be um, playful, right? Authoritative, sympathetic. Parasympathetic, yeah. playful. Authoritatively playful. So we have to balance both of these things. And how do we do that? We join them through the bridge of breath. And when we use breath consciously, that allows us to not be a victim to the matrix. That's essentially a very short mm. definition of breath work. Mm. Yeah, that, but that gives us such a great picture of, of what we're trying to gain through breath work that it helps us even at just the base level. Again, helps us to understand, well, why am I going to implement this into my life and how is it going to help me? Because we don't want to yeah. be stuck in that sympathetic nervous system all the time, right? Like that's just yeah. so detrimental to us physically and mentally. Yes, it's what drives disease. It's what drives mm. uh, divorce. <laughs> it's what drives. <laughs> it's what drives um, uh, complacency. Is being in constant sympathetic. So let's let's go over this. Like, what are the things, the big things that cause people to be stuck in in the sympathetic? Sympathetic is um, trauma capital T, like sexual abuse, physical abuse, even wartime, right? People can come home and Mm -hmm. they're just shell-shocked. They're just stuck in sympathetic. The the ways that we get out of sympathetic are vast, right? Mm. Hugging and oxytocin, being in nature, exercise, conscious relation. But what are we all doing here? In all of these things, the one determining factor, the one through line in all modalities of, of removing oneself from the sympathetic, there is always the pulse of the breath. No matter what Mm. tool you're using to get out of sympathetic, you are always using the breath, whether you're using it or whether spirit is using it for you. So (laughs) that's the key in the through line and all these things. And it's so simple. Like I was reflecting the other day, I'm like, damn, I teach people how to breathe properly and how to open their hearts. (laughs) Like that's really, <laughs> that's like all that I do. <laughs> I just take all these uh, situations and I'm like, are you breathing? Are you loving? Are you being responsible? I, I guess that's the third thing. Are you being response able? Right. Are you breathing? Mm. Are you loving? Are you being response able? Those are the three things that we do for wellness for us. That's all we do. And of course the arc of intelligence is part of that. And, and the gather apply and body model that I built is part of that. And um, it's just mm. fascinating, Johnny, because Gosh, we just, we forget such simple things because we get stuck in the mind. We become victims of intellectualization where we think life has Mm. to be this crazy, hard, gnarly, complex, I need to get four PhDs so I'm worthy type thing. And it's all fucking bullshit. It's all programs that have been installed. Alan Watts calls it, it's all wretch and no vomit. People are going, I don't feel good. I want to get rid of my mom's programming. I don't want to be like my dad, but nobody ever throws it up. Nobody ever gets it out of their system because they either don't know how or they haven't cultivated the courage. And that just takes time. It takes time and the choice. This is the big one. You have to choose. This is your earlier question. You have to choose. Do I want to observe? Do I have the courage to Mm. to observe and to be witness to what's transpiring? This is why our current world breaks my fucking heart because I do have the Mm. courage to see what's going on from an objective place without my wounding, without my projections. The reason it breaks my heart when I'm at the airport, I mean, I was, I was coming home from Idaho, from the vision quest. 
and I'm sitting there stretching on the floor in the airport. And, and I'm, as soon as I go through the security line, I rip that mask off. It's, it's not a fuck you. It's just yeah. like, this is my sovereignty. I'll play your little game. Yeah. I'll put on the mask so it makes your ego feel safe. But I rip that mask off as soon as I come through security. And nobody ever says shit yeah. to me. I just walk through the whole airport. Everybody's in fear looking at me with their, with their mask in their eyes. Like, what's he doing? <laughs> And I'm sitting on the floor with no mask on and this woman's there with her mask on and her baby's play. Her baby comes up and starts touching my pack. And I'm like, oh, this baby's so curious. And we're starting to talk in the airport. And she looks at me with like almost like redness in her eyes. And she just stares at me and she says, I wish I could take my mask off. And I took a breath and I was aware of my situation. I just turned to her and I said, you can take your mask off right now. Hmm. And, and it was a glitch in the matrix because when she looked at me, there was a part of her that got excited and she, and, mm. and I felt her go, Oh yeah. And then I felt her programming kick in boom. And then I felt her do what most of us do when we're being programmed is the uncomfortable laugh comes through. She went <laughs> instead of responding to my truth. And that, that is what breaks my heart about what's going on in our world. It's not, it's not just the mask wearing. That's a metaphor, dude, for how we're all living in program. The mask is really mm-hmm. just a physical representation of the programming we haven't thrown up yet. That, that's what's mm-hmm. truly transpiring right now. So it broke my heart because there she was in the choice point. And, and by the way, she's a reflection of me. Where in my life am I wearing a mask still? Still. Mm. Even on this podcast, like where, where am I trying to be perfect and communicate to you from perfection and say the perfect thing at the perfect time instead of just being real? I, when I take an inventory of our time together, I feel like I have shown up real today. I feel like I have shown up Mm -hmm. honest and I don't need to say the perfect thing because we're friends. We're here in the art of masculinity. We're all learning about the art. There's no pressure here. This isn't like you need to do it fucking perfect. Um, so when there's, when there's a lack of pressure, which goes back to your earlier question, how do we change? How do we let go when there is a lack of authoritativeness, right? Like I don't need to be my authoritator in my mind. Like you got to be perfect with Johnny. You got to say the perfect shit. You got to fucking do everything. perfect. No, (laughs) then I can bring in spaciousness Mm -hmm. for playfulness and that can be trusted. Then I'm being myself. Then I'm not wearing a mask. If I'm in pure play and, and it goes the other way too, Johnny. And thank you for letting mm-hmm. me riff here, dude. Cause what's, what's coming yeah, out is great. Like we can go to the other side and we can be like, everything's fine. Good vibes only. All there is is love, blah, blah, blah. And that's bypassing in fear too. Sometimes fear wears a smile. And so I can mm-hmm. go to the other side of the coin and be like, everything's fine, you know? And that's mm-hmm. bullshit. And then I can go to the other side of the coin and be like authoritative. Like when I come up to Johnny's podcast, I need to be fucking perfect. I need to have all my notes ready. I need to, it's like, no, there's a middle, there's a middle yeah. because in the middle there, that's why there, that's why a river can flow through. And I use the laws of nature because nature is so fucking wise. She is so wise. Mm. Oh my God. She's always showing us what's true. A river can only flow when there's two shorelines. That's why there needs to be mm. playfulness and authoritativeness because that way th- energy can flow. If there's only one shoreline, the water is just going to recede and evaporate. But if there's two shorelines, mm. if there's authoritativeness and playfulness, 
then water can flow. Then we can live. But we can't live if there's only one or only the other. And that's the wisdom of nature coming through. Mm, wow, man. That was just like mic drop right there. It's freaking amazing what you just kind of exposed us all to in that whole And segment. myself and <laughs> at the same yeah. time. <laughs> it's so good, brother. But it's like, yeah, you have that, you know, that that smile that like, oh, life is great. Everything's cool. But that becomes basically masking, you know, your fear Absolutely. of compl- of not being compliant, right? With societal expectations. And then the other side is being that uh, authoritative could be, well, am I being a rebel just to be a rebel? Cause I don't want people to tell me what to do or society. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. it's taking inventory of both, but I love the way that you painted that too. Very, very awesome, man. Thank you for giving me the spaciousness there. Yeah. And this is why I love podcasting, right? Cause I don't know what I'm going to learn from you, <laughs> from the questions you ask, yeah. you make me learn more. That's, that's what great podcasts are. And that's why people are loving this longer form conversation is because aren't Mm. we just kind of sick of the three minute, seven minute, like what's the five greatest mental hacks you can learn in three minutes? Shut the fuck up. Like get (laughs) get the fuck out of here with your authoritative bullshit, you know, screaming at people online. Like you need to do that. Like, you know, who's the worst and I'm going to single him out. Gary Vaynerchuk has caused more pain Mm. in this world than a lot of people that are on social media. Because his Mm. mentality, and you look at how he's aged, Johnny. Look at how much that guy has aged in 10 years. He looks 40 years older. And the body keeps the score. So like all his hustle, grind, get it done. There's some truth to that. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we do need to do that. But not all the fucking time. You're going to kill yourself. So he's killing people. Mm -hmm. He's killing people, dude. We're not meant to go 24-7, 365 forever you're gonna you're gonna kill yourself that's not life that's not playfulness Mm -hmm. so i forget why i was even saying that but that had that had to be said (laughs) (laughs) oh no no it was good it's because of what we're learning yeah yeah Yeah, we're learning yeah oh man this has been a beautiful conversation brother i'm so happy that you were able to carve some time out and come on the show with us i know how busy you are these days but brother, I I'm never too busy you. for you, man. You. I'm I'm never too busy for this uh, for this um, spaciousness, right? You're creating yeah. spaciousness for people to learn about the art form. That's why I love the title of your show, "The Art of Masculinity," mm. because it is an mm. art. You don't go and paint and be like, "I'm going to paint the perfect picture." You fucking enjoy the painting. <laughs> yeah, brother. You, en- you yeah, enjoy absolutely. enjoy the art of masculinity. Enjoy it, you guys. Enjoy it. it doesn't have to be so serious yeah. all the time. Oh, I love that. Doesn't I do love that. It doesn't have to be serious all the time. I think we get that wrong a lot of the times, but we do. No, man. brother, this has been amazing. Um, before I let you go, man, can you just tell everybody, we'll get all this in the show notes, but just let everybody know what you got going on right now and how we can support and love on you and your mission, brother. Well, if anyone is watching and they got a lot out of the breathwork section, just go to breathwork.io. Um, I want to give the art of masculinity half off the program. I want to make it like really approachable wow. for you. So just enter the code podcast 50. So breathwork.io okay. enter the code podcast 50. The program's already super affordable, uh, but you can get half mm. off podcast 50. Um, thank you for having me on. Thank you to anyone that wants to walk this journey of breath. And by the way, in that program, it's three weeks long, right? Week one, guess what we do? Mm. We gather. Week two, guess what we do? We apply. 
And then week three, you actually embody it. You can learn, and I promise you guys this, in three weeks, you will learn how to embody your conscious control of your breath so that you can be a better lover, be a better husband, be a better father, be a better human being so that you will actually embody the knowingness and the awareness of how to breathe, when to breathe, how it works in situations. Like that's what you get in three weeks. And it took me almost four years to come to this decision point of me going to like Thailand and Costa Rica and Sedona and all these places to learn from all these, these masters to bring it into like a little tight three week learning curve. So that's my gift to, to you and, and to your audience. And then the podcast is, is the wellness force podcast. So just Google that or search that on iTunes wellness force. Yeah. Everybody jump on board with whatever Josh is doing. I'm a huge, huge supporter of Josh. And seriously, just even before you and I became friends, man, you've been a guiding light, even for me with your podcast, the way that you approach this world, the way that you approach people, um, just absolutely beautiful brother. So love what you're doing. Everybody jump on board. If you're not already with wellness force, jump on board with what Josh is putting out there and offering and brother, Love you, man. Thank you for showing up. Uh, I'm so excited for you and Carrie with the baby coming pretty soon. So looking forward to it, man. Thank you for having me. And I just want to acknowledge you as like a very curious learning leader. You're you're so curious and your 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 questions are all about learning. And so that's why that's why your people are with you, is because you have the humility and the vulnerability to ask, hey, how can I learn more? You know, not everybody's like that. Some people come on a show and it's all ego, right? I'm not going to name yeah. it there. You guys know, but, but the way that you, the way that you run your ship, man, it's, it's an honor. So thank you for having me. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate you. And to everybody listening, as always, remember to drop the ego and stay humble until next time, guys. This podcast is brought to you by our trusted friends at Organifi, the creators of the Organifi Gold, my number one turmeric lemon balm and superfood adaptogen bombshell that, trust me, will make you sleep like a baby. I know this because I use it on the regular. Not only is this one of my top sleep supplements I use personally, but also it helps my nervous system and my stomach calm down at the end of the day in the evenings especially if I've had a stressful day. I know you have those too because you're human. <laughs> and because we're human, the best thing to do is take loving care of the human body, starting with quality sleep, not just quantity. This is gonna allow you to have the highest quality of life possible. So if you've been struggling with sleep, give this superfood adaptogen powder, the Organifi Gold, a test drive for a special deal over at wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi. Pick up a 30-day supply, give it a test drive. If you don't like it, you can send it back, but no one's ever done that, <laughs> as far as I've heard. 20% off is the biggest discount you'll find over the entire internet. We're grandfathered in. These savings are for you. Head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi and use the code wellnessforce. Share this with your friends, your family, and anyone who wants to drink the gold and sleep well. Thanks for listening to the show, my friend. Everything you learned on this podcast starts with your morning practices. So from over 300 world-class guests, we pulled together six simple yet powerful morning practices down into a 21-minute system guaranteed to increase your vibration and the way that you feel every day. 
get this free powerful guide over at wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. And if you love this show, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that you love or that you care about. You can support the show easily by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Just go to wellnessforce.com forward slash review. Or if you're on your phone, just tap it, hit the link in purple that says review this podcast. And the journey does not stop here. We're continuing this discovering process in our private Facebook group over at wellnessforce.com forward slash group. You can be a part of it. You already are. All you have to do is join us at wellnessforce.com forward slash group, and I will welcome you at the door. Now go out into your life and live your life well. And until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness.